I'm sad, but I'm laughing. I'm brave, but I'm chicken shit. I'm sick, but I'm pretty. Properly Forward production of the Everything's Not Fine podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Bednick. You're probably not going to learn a whole lot in this show, but you will join my friends and I as we talk about our lives, jobs, kids, and whatever else comes up, even the ugly stuff. We are so over pretending everything's fine all the time, and we want to bond together and support each other while we try to hold our shit together and hope for the best. Hey guys, it's Kelly Budnick. Welcome to Everything's Not Fine. Um, I'm recording right now with my sleeping dogs laying all over me. So if you hear the cute snores, it's just the dogs. (laughs) I hope you find it as cute as I do. (laughs) Um, So today's episode, I recorded with Nicole Allen again. And, um, it, huh, it's special. (laughs) I, we are recording about, uh, female friendships, just kind of navigating the world of being friends, being good friends, the different levels of friendships or types of friendships or whatever. It started, at least that's what it started out to be. Um, I, I think that we can all recognize that the dynamic of female friendships and female relationships is just everywhere. I mean, it's, there's just all kinds of ins and outs to it and uh, just in our world, you know, in general. And so I just, I find it interesting. And it's something that I have had to navigate in my life of just becoming a better friend. And so I thought it would be an interesting topic to discuss. And then as we started recording, I was just all over the place. And there's not, I edited out a ton of our conversation and Um, Because we just weren't finding a flow and I was just really struggling. So um, I edited a lot of things out, but there's still a lot of good stuff in there that I think is interesting to hear or food for thought or whatever. Um, And then at the end of our conversation, I just kind of am talking to Nicole and it really wasn't even meant to be still recording or something that I was still recording for the podcast. It was just... I was just telling her, I don't know why I'm struggling so much. I'm just up against like an emotional brick wall or something. And this is going to be one of those episodes that really sucks. And I put it out there and walk away and hope no one ever listens to it. (laughs) Um, And that just led to more of a conversation and really just a vulnerable personal exchange between her and I. And I'm sharing all of this with you for one reason and one reason only, and that is because that's my commitment, is that I'm going through some shit as a woman, a middle-aged woman who is dealing with a lot of crap in my life and have made a commitment to be vulnerable, vulnerable about it and just kind of 
share my process. And um, so I'm, I'm putting this out there in hopes that maybe somebody relates to it or <laughs> at the very least you feel like a really normal, wonderful person compared to me. Um, and that's, that's really just it. I'm, I make a comment at some point in here of like, this is a conversation for a real therapist, not my free therapy session with my friends. And I, I believe that like, this is definitely something that I am going to continue working through and talk to my counselor about or whatever and and try to just work through all of these feelings because it it just kind of exposed to me that there's a lot more in there that I'm still working through that I haven't really recognized or been aware of until this point. So um, at any rate, there's not a whole lot of like the fun chit chat stuff. We just kind of dive in. I mean, there was, but I edited it out because you'll see if this is just a fun little mess. So, um, at any rate, I hope that it's an enjoyable little mess for you, or at least a relatable one or an entertaining one, but it's there for you, whatever it, it is. And I think, oh, I was going to try to tell you when the transition happens to the more serious part of the conversation. I think it's about the last 15 minutes of the show or so. So sorry, I didn't bookmark it so that I could tell you um, in case you want to just jump to that part. But I do think the episode is worth listening to. And um, amazing news also. Um, next episode, Nicole Gonzalez will be back. Her kiddos are all in school. And, um, like we said before, I don't know, we don't know still, you know, kind of what that's going to look like, um, how much free time she's going to have to do this, but for sure we have her for at least a week. So I'm really looking forward to that. And, um, I think that's pretty much it. I do want to say like, I hope that you hear the heart in the conversation with Nicole and I the, on this episode. Um, we are dear friends and it there it's not like there was drama or a fight or anything, but um, this conversation is like having a tough conversation with your sister or with someone who like, we're in this together. We're, this is a lifelong thing. There's nothing that either of us will say that we're not working through and not that there's even issues to work through. Like she just said a hard thing that brought all my emotions to the surface and um, kind of took us both by surprise, I think. But that doesn't mean that there's drama or that our friendship isn't great. It's, you know, those people in your life who can say a hard thing that you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that That's just what we have. And so... Um, you'll hear it when we get there. But I just, I did want to say like, I love you, Nicole. And um, I'm grateful for the types of friendships I have. They are probably rare that at least it feels like it to me. Like I don't have this depth of friendship with many people and I don't think many of us do. And um, I, it's something that I hope all of us can achieve and keep working toward in having 
a person or a few people that are your ride or dies or, you know, whatever. So this is just kind of glimpse, a glimpse into all of that and what, <laughs> what this all looks like on a real personal level. So anyway, uh, thanks for joining as usual and enjoy this ride. And I think that even if we are coming from different perspectives, it'll be great. For sure. And different life things. Like, I think there's, as with so many things, like, it's rarely the, like, this or that. It's like, yes, and. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Um, Yeah. So here we are. Nicole Allen and Kelly Budnick talking about friendship. That's right. Which I haven't come to a good title yet that includes FN and friendship. <laughs> we could just FN friends, man. FN friendships. <laughs> Oof, duh. Yeah. <laughs> I love my female friendships. I love them. But it has been a journey for me in my life to, I'm, and I'm still on it. Like being a good friend. Definitely is not like it seems like such an intuitive obviously like friendships but being a good friend is work it's like a any relationship yeah it's true it is and I think the first thing that I think of is that like I heard years ago when we were like young adults and somebody said um, the older you get, the fewer friends mm-hmm. that you like really close friends mm-hmm. that you will have. And more than that, that you will have time for. Yes. Um, and at the time, because we were like young and full of hope and like without <laughs> any obligations, it was like, what are you talking about? I will always have 20 besties or yes. whatever, you know? Um, and that has still just been more and more true, which doesn't mean there aren't um, sort of circles of friends or people that you, you know, appreciate or, or have in different parts of life. But those like super close ones, it is true. The, the older you get, the, the um, you just don't have as much time and I, and seasons of life, of course. Yes. I think play into that as well. Yes. Yeah. I think that, and I'm probably the same in that, well, it's interesting because my, my base core group of friends are from that time of life where you knew me when all the shit, you know, all the shit, like just all the shit. And so I don't have to explain to you why I'm, (laughs) why I am who I am today (laughs) because you were there for that. You get it. Right. So Um, I have that depth of friendship with a handful of people that I'm so grateful for. Um, the thing that in my life that I feel like, because I don't live near any of you except, well, one person, um, my dearest friend, um, lives just a few minutes away and we both, all of that, but up until recently, like probably the last few months, we've both been so busy. 
And like, literally we would have to schedule our lunches out a month ahead of time. And, you know, it was just so, and as much as that's my most fulfilling relation, you know, female relationship, it would be very frustrating to me that it wasn't more of a priority for both of us and that we let the busyness of life take priority over us investing in our friendship. And just a few months ago, it just, we were together and it was like, and obviously life has changed. Thank you, COVID. um, So that we're not so busy. And for me, my priorities have changed so much. Um, And it was just like this, when we were together one day, just hanging out, doing whatever, buying plants probably because we're both obsessed. Um, (laughs) I just said, we just need to get together every two weeks. We just have to make it like a standing date. Nothing interferes with this. We have to do this. And I think we both felt that at the same time Mm. of just like this, it's time for this. It's time for us to invest in this. We need each other. We understand each other, why we are the way we are. And you know, my mom and you know, this shit and you know, all of these things, but also, you know, me right now. And you know what I'm going through right now. And we desperately need this. And I think we both felt that way, but it just took us getting to a place of saying no more. We're not going to let life (laughs) take precedent over, you know, the busyness of life take precedent over investing in this that we both so desperately need. And I think that it's like a marriage. Like you both just have to make that decision in, in that depth of a friendship that we're going to invest in this. It doesn't just happen. We actually have to put the effort into it to make it grow and sustain both of us. Yeah. So I, I think that's so good. So how has that since having that kind of realization, has that gotten better or yes, more consistent or whatever? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I think when you're more in a flow, it just naturally leads to, like, it just builds on itself, you know, like where for a while there, it was, I would text her and then three days later, she'd be like, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. And text me back. And then three days later, I'd be like, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. Now I'm texting you back. You know, like our friendship wasn't a part of our daily life. Like it wasn't. Um, and now it's, it's back to like texting almost every day or just checking in every few days, like, or sending a funny meme or a funny thing that I saw that made me think of you. Like back to building those inside jokes and, um, just the simplicity of friendship and yeah, the fun parts of friendship. Like for a while, it was all the serious parts. And and we were both in very serious times of our life. But I think we have a tendency to, I don't know, it's almost like when you're in that frame of mind, like the serious and the doing and the overcoming or whatever, you forget to have fun. Right. And if you're both in that space, you're not in, like bringing that to each other where I think maybe we're just 
in this example, at least, we're both being so mindful of it, or maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just being mindful of it. And so I'm trying to invest all of the things in the friendship, not just the serious part, not just the supportive friend or the caring, you know, whatever, but also the fun and the lighthearted. And we need this part too. I don't know. So, so that I would say is going very well. And I think something that has been a real challenge for me in friendships is feeling like I'm all, (laughs) and Jim and I are both this way in that we feel like we're always the ones throwing the party or inviting the people over or initiating and it's like is this the case because they don't actually want to hang out with us Mm. or are we just the people who always are the host or you know what I'm what I'm saying totally and I think I think it's I I will say this I don't think it's that people don't want to hang out with you because if they didn't they would say no um (laughs) I think they're that's first I think that um there are initiators and there are joiners yeah. just in general tendencies. Yeah. Um, and I do think that's also a muscle that people forget to stretch. Yes. Like they get very used to the role of, oh, they always have this. They always have whatever and don't think to be that for those yeah. people. Yeah. Um, I will say that because I we have been both for sure. And, um, it has to, it, sometimes it takes a little bit of just mindfulness of like, oh, you know, I haven't heard from so-and-so I should text them Mm -hmm. or we haven't had them over. We should, we should have them over. Um, you know, like we've gone over there, but, but they haven't come over here. Like we should do that. Yeah. I would say as the people who are generally the instigators and the initiators that the people I know who, who genuinely like anytime are like, you guys should come over or we should meet for lunch or whatever. Um, they're like, yes. And jump on. And we're like, okay, they genuinely do want to spend time with us. One person, especially, or a couple of people actually that I'm thinking of, like the people that I love hanging out with, but it's always on our turf or our, you know, initiating, they're like, oh, our house is just a mess all the time, or it's always so crazy here, or we just don't have a home for hosting very well. Like, if you are that person and you think these things, we don't care. Right? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But I will say, those years that we were in the apartment, we had zero social activities at our place. Like we, I perfected the let's meet for lunch or whatever, because I, I was not going to have people in that place. Like, and that was a me thing. And like looking back, I wish I hadn't have been that way, but it wasn't comfortable. I wouldn't have enjoyed being with people. So I get it. I get the not inviting people when you don't think you have a house for hosting or whatever, because it wouldn't have been enjoyable for me. Right. Yeah. 
So maybe if you are the person that doesn't want to host things, you can just invite yourself over because I will fully be like, yep, come on over. (laughs) There is that. And the like going, let's go to lunch or let's meet at the park or let's like, there's certainly other creative ways. Yes. Let's go on a walk or whatever. Like it doesn't have to cost money because sometimes that's not an option either. Like, but I guess my point, if I'm like, if this is my TED talk, I would say there's always going to be a reason not to invest Mm. in friendships. There's always going to be something holding us back from that thing, you know, like giving it the time or giving it the whatever. Um, But we have to overcome, like we have to get past it because we have to have these relationships like even if you're the most introverted of introverts you were not meant to be an island like you were not meant to do this shit alone and speaking from experience for me like I'm kind of whatever it is when you're half introvert half extrovert like that's me weirdly enough um but there are times where I want to like burrow down and be alone or you know whatever and it's not coming from a healthy place (laughs) right and so I know when I feel that now I have to stop and be like okay what's going on why am I wanting to isolate myself because that does not come from a healthy place in me now but then there are times where I'm like I just need to like watch every episode of Bridgerton and not speak to a soul this weekend because I need to recharge and that's okay. Like, but I don't know. I am all over the fucking place today. (laughs) No, I think that that's so, that's just real. I think the thing with friendship is, and and like you said, like we're not meant to do this alone. Um, you know, a a friend, a good friend, you can text and be like, oh my God, I'm watching Bridgerton and whoa, baby. Yes. I'm all in. And that's all. Like, it doesn't have to be a big, like you said, like it does not that it means it all has to be heavy or whatever. It can be light and funny or just silly, but like to know that you're not alone, you know, in, in the feelings of crazy or in the feelings of whatever, like all that life brings that someone else sees you. Yes. That is, and sees you because I think that's for me the like you know, in my family I have I wear a lot of hats, right? Like we're moms, we're wives, we're you know, cooks, we're clean, we're whatever, but like chauffeurs, but like your friend is also the one that sees you and yeah. says, "Hey, are you okay?" Like that would be really hard. Is that hard? Like just to know that somebody sees you. Yeah. For you and sees the the work or the worry or the joy, you know, to be able to celebrate. Like one of our good friends is going through school right now and, you know, she's super singularly focused right now. And that's, I totally get that. So it's not like we get to hang out all the, all the time, mm-hmm. but being able to still have a like, oh my God, you've done so much. Let's have wine tonight. you know, just for a little bit and, and to be like, oh my God, you're graduating in 
six months and you've worked so fucking hard and I'm so crazy proud of you. And mm-hmm. to like be able to cheer her along the way, um, is so exciting and special and like to remind her like what a badass she is yes. and that she can keep going and do it, you know, and that I see her like, it's easy to feel like when you're in the middle of doing these things, sometimes that you're just plugging away and mm-hmm. kind of nobody sees it, but like, that's what a girlfriend is for is to be able to see that. Yes. And be proud of you and remind you like that you can be proud of yourself because it's a really big deal. Yeah. Like, that's certainly what my girlfriends have been able to be for me. And like, Mm -hmm. um, and it's just different. It's different than your family. There's something special and important in that, um, that does make you kind of straighten your back and, Mm -hmm. you know, chin out and feel like good. (laughs) Yeah. I think that the power of friendship is that it's a choice. Mm. Like, you choose me. You choose to invest time in me. You have to invest time in your children and your husband and your this and your that. True. But you choose. I mean, you don't you, you don't have to. I mean, you could be a shitty mom or whatever and not invest <laughs> in your <laughs> I, I mean, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, but you choose to take time out of your day to think about me. You choose to see that I am working so hard on getting my degree and I forget to look up and you don't get offended by that. Right. You choose to cheer me on and understand that this is my path right now. And um, which I think is very powerful because it would be very easy to be like, well, she's just focused on that right now and doesn't really have time for me or, you know, whatever and, and become hurt by it or be like, Hey friend, I see you. You're very focused on this right now. Let's take 30 minutes to celebrate you and just give you a breath and then you can get back to it, but let's have 30 minutes or let's have an hour or a night of just letting you look up and, and how much life that can breathe into her at the same right. time you're investing in that friendship. Yep. And also getting something in return because you've missed her presence. Like, that is a choice that if you're willing to make that choice and that, that you're putting so much value in that person. Like, if someone does that to me, I feel so valued and so immediately full. Like, my bucket is full if you, if you invest that in me and see that part of me, like, oh girl, (laughs) you need to look up for a second or, you know, that is an amazing gift that, um, you wouldn't be able to give a person if you didn't know them that well, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like you wouldn't know, oh, she's singularly focused because that's how she is and not because she doesn't care about me anymore. Of course. Does that make sense? Like there's so much involved in those types of relationships that that comes from depth, I guess, and not just like being casual friends. Yeah. It's interesting how with some friendships, I had just listened to a podcast 
the other day where she, the gal was saying, you know, not every relationship is meant to be forever. Yeah. And that of course is true. Mm -hmm. Um, sometimes hard, hard to say that, but, but true. Yeah. But, um, I think it's important for us to occasionally take stock and say, like, look at the friendships that do mean something and have I invested, you know, have I been checking in Mm -hmm. and what is a way that I could show my care, you know, in a more um, consistent way or um, maybe I super already am and I'm good, but like, yeah, right. yeah. I, I just think it's super important mm-hmm. to be able to kind of have that skill set to look at and say like, what are the friendships that really bring value to my life? And am I, you know, trying to also bring that to theirs and, mm-hmm. and not letting it just be one person that's the initiator, yeah. you know, because I will say consistently with any of my friends that are the initiators, they do feel, it does feel wearing and does feel like, does anybody care? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, Yeah. you know? And so it's just good for us all to take that initiative, mm-hmm. you know, on our own shoulders or whatever to just check in. And I, like you said, it doesn't have to cost money. It doesn't have to be a big you know, thing it doesn't have to be like a whole girl's weekend <laughs> plan yeah. that is whatever, right. but like it can just be a text. Yeah. Hey, I'm thinking about you. How are you? You know, um, or I was just thinking of this memory and it made me smile or yeah. whatever. Like it, it can be, you know, two minutes out of your, out yeah. of your time. And yet it can really make such a big difference in someone else's in, in that friendship. Yeah. I think that if there are, like, if there's a friendship that has kind of fizzled out or whatever, <laughs> but it's, it's one that's important to you, I think that we have to be comfortable being vulnerable enough to say, Hey, it seems like we've drifted apart. I miss you. Is there something between us that we need to resolve? Are you interested in rekindling this friendship? Like whatever it is, I think that it's really important to, if it's, if it's a relationship worth having something that means enough to you that you think about it, it weighs on you. Um, that that's missing from your life that we as women have to be vulnerable enough with other women, which is incredibly hard, I think, um, to say, Hey, I miss you. Do you want to be like, (laughs) I want to have this friendship with you. Do you, you know, like it doesn't have to be a guessing game. It doesn't have to be, um, I don't know if she's mad at me. I don't know if I did something. I don't know if maybe she's just moved on, like whatever. I have been there as a freaking adult with my best friend of 30 years almost of like, why isn't she calling me? Why isn't she texting me back? Like what is going on? But letting months go by of feeling like that. And then 
finally being like, what the hell am I doing? (laughs) This is, why am I doing this? And then just being like, hey, is everything okay? And finding out that for two months, she's been struggling and can't get her head above water. And I'm over here in my feelings about it when I should have been being a good friend to her or, you know, whatever. Or certainly could have been. I mean, I think it's hard because we do all have the tendency to think it's about us, right? Like, yeah. More often than not, that's where my mind goes. I She must be mad at me. I wonder if it's because I, whatever, or, you know. And it's so funny because so often that's where my brain will go. And then it's like, no, I've just been having a hard time yeah. with this whole other thing or whatever. And it's like, yeah. oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> it's not <Yeah>. about me. <laughs> but I think that... As women, it's it, whether it's been a cultural thing, a psychological thing, it's like a perfect storm of qualities that we have as women, qualities that um, are societal that have kind of been ingrained in us that we don't even realize, like those insecurities and those um, taking things personally, or it must be me, or even competition, or whatever it is, like. There's a, re- there's a reason why there's so much said in society about women lifting other women up. Yeah. It's, it's so antithetical of what we see in our world every single day. And um, maybe, maybe I'm a certain type. Maybe it's because I'm a type A woman. Maybe I have no idea. But it's definitely something that I feel like I have to work really hard to combat. Um to have those fulfilling friendships. And it's not so much like it's, it's really just probably a lot of insecurities. of like (laughs) Sure. Well, I think that's what so often it really does kind of lead back to that. Right. Is like, Oh, I was just making it about me because I was being insecure. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I must have some internal work that I need to keep doing because this has been a tough one for me to not be scattered all over the place. There's all kinds of deterrence, I think, for, I mean, we talked a lot about the time and the emotional energy or whatever, but I think there's a lot of things that we have to overcome to to actually invest in good, solid friendships. It's not it's not necessarily something that comes easy or whatever. And there was a time right. in my life where I was like, well, if it's this hard, I'm not going to, I don't have time for this. If it's this hard. And I am definitely yeah. on the other side of that at a point of it is hard, but it's worth it. And I wish that I, I wish that I could go back and not make that decision for those years of like, this is just one more hard thing that I don't have in me to do because it's so much more, you get so much more out of, (laughs) out of it than if, if you really invest in a friendship, like there were years that I really could have used some good everyday support or, Hey, pick your head up. Let's have some fun for an hour or whatever. That um, I, I, I wish that I would have made that investment so that that would have been there. So, yeah, it's true. And I think it's about changing the idea. Like I, you know, 
truly that I think there's something to like, okay, who, who do I feel that? Do I feel that both give and take? Yes. Cause there's also the friendships that can be very vacuumy and like, that's not necessarily what yeah. the ones that we're talking about. Like you really want a good give and take, you know, not that ever someone is always super mm-hmm. great at it, but mm-hmm. like, Oh, I get, you care about me too, you know? And that matters. I mean, now I'm at a place in life where Aaron and I both have realized like our closest friends, one of the things we started realizing with anybody that we are even kind of getting to know, like if you are not interested in, you're not also asking about us Mm -hmm. or our kids Mm -hmm. or, and that's kind of a big one for us is like, you know, you kind of, we kind of want you to care at least like how are you the kids what's going on like not that it has to be all about them but like we have some friends that have been lifelong friends and they literally don't care at all about the kids they don't know them they don't really care to Mm -hmm. and it doesn't mean like we're not friends because of course we are but it did shift the depth of friendship and the amount of like, I'm not really willing or interested in investing the same way. Yeah. Um, because of that and that's okay. Mm -hmm. But, but uh, you know, that matters. It matters to us. And so, you know, or the one sided, I'm always asking about you. I'm always, yeah. You know, it's kind of always about what's going on in your life and, and not really the other way around. Like, Mm -hmm. There's a limit to that. That's yes. that's an exhausting relationship. Yeah. So I think it's okay to kind of do a little evaluation. Like, not like a pro-con list or something, but like, you know, <laughs> just kind of a hard email of like, hey, these are the friendships that are both yes. give and take and are really rich for me. And I want to make sure that I'm tending to them. Yeah. I really, that's very true. I like that. Yeah. <sighs> um, this is going to be an, a lot of editing. Because I know. I'm so sorry. No, 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 no. It's me. It's, it's fully me. Um, this is one of those where I'm going to walk away and say, um, I hate this entire episode and I'm not even going to play it back and it's scrapped. And, (laughs) but I think it's one of those that is, it's, it's that way because it's pushing me in a way I don't want to be pushed right now. And so I'm like, I don't know. So, but it's good. Yeah. But I just don't know what it's going to, well, whatever you feel, because it did feel it was a little, it took us a little while to kind of get there. Yeah. No. And then we get there and then we don't, then it's gone again. Yeah. And that's not, I'm just saying right now, it's not. This is a me. This, I will tell you, this one isn't, I feel it in stirring in my soul that this is a me problem. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, is there something, do you feel like there's something more like more vulnerable that you're I don't know okay I don't know 
I mean, yes, I do feel that way because I'm literally on the verge of tears right now, but it's really like, I don't know why. Okay. I need a good therapist. This is a day of like (laughs) free therapy isn't working. I need the real one. Yeah, I get that. Do you think it triggers something in you? Like, um, I don't know. I know that in the past, like some of the reasons that it, you know, it was an, it was easier to kind of hole up. Yeah. To avoid that vulnerability. Right. Yeah. Or like, what was your mom? Did you, did your mom have a lot of close? Oh God, no. Yeah. See, mine didn't really either. She's had a couple over the years. And, like, one died of cancer and, you know, but for being as friendly as she is, she has not really had a lot of close girlfriends. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting. I don't know what that is, if that's... That is interesting. A generational thing or what? But I, I some of that I wonder then, is that, like, some modeling or lack right. of, of modeling? I will say that... As I work through things, I definitely see and know and feel the, and I think I've talked about it a little bit before with you, of like, I've created this, it's like if you, oh, this is a weird word picture, but this is how I feel. When you go into someone's house and they've created like, an entry room, like a living space that you can go in and hang out. And, you know, like you see that as (laughs) like, oh, this is where you live. And that's the part that you're welcome into. And it's like totally open and wonderful and the place everybody hangs out. But then there's the bedroom and you Mm -hmm. don't go. And like, I've created this space that this is where everybody gets to be. This is the me that you get to know. But you don't get to go into this space. But I pretend like this space out here is, is all there space. is. Yeah. Right. And, um, I know that's such I don't know why, but that's just how I feel. Like I think that's a really good word picture, Kel. Once you get too close to this room, like I just panic. And it's not like not you, like, not like no, you, this conversation, but it's like there's something in that room that I don't even want to go in. And right. so, ugh, why in the world it has to do with talking about friendship today? I have no idea, but that's where we're at. That's okay. And it could just be hormone driven too. Like, <laughs> You know, I mean, truly, like, it's, it might be, like, vulnerable, but, you know, like. Yeah, a perfect storm of. Yeah. The day. Yeah. Like. Yeah, it's very interesting. But I feel very unsettled. So, we shall see. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. It's part of being willing to be a vulnerable person right now. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I think that some of that is like a muscle, right? Like, yeah. If it's not been worked very, you know, as, as much as that's true, then it's going to be uncomfortable and yeah. Unnerving. 
and all of that too. Yes. And not everybody, I will say this, not everybody has earned right that space. Right. Um, right. Cause like, yeah. that's a big, that's a big part of it too. Is like vulnerability is important. Absolutely. But yeah. not everybody has earned that and, yeah. and that's okay. And important to also have as a like, no, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, it's true. Till yeah. we've, till we've really been through some shit like that's that just yeah. is is off limits and that's a healthy thing yeah I think that feeling of I think that goes back to MC of like you have to be willing to put like all your shit there in front of everyone in the middle of a threshing floor circle in right order to truly be surrendering in this process or whatever like sure which angers me like just thinking about that like yeah. I don't, it's it but it's that reflex of or that old mindset of well I must not really be doing the work if I'm not willing to put it out there for everyone yeah and I would say actually help for probably at least 10 years, I described you and Jim as super love the ones you're with. Uh-huh. Because you were like, you moved to Moses Lake and these are our friends and these are whatever. And like, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But I think that was probably was representative of not Moses Lake specifically, but just sort of that, that you know, middle after being here, kind of moving on, moving forward and still like, Hey, when we get together, it's really good, but we probably won't talk for a lot. And some of that maybe was about just kind of some head down doing life and maybe some self-protection or whatever, Uh but, and probably whatever, but I would say that, I mean, the last at least year, but probably a couple of years, like you've really made, it's been very clear that you have been like making friendship and done some of that, a lot of that work, you know, of like, wait a minute, I don't want to just be doing this kind of alone or only like twice a year when I see you, you know, and, and embrace that vulnerability and um, just like letting people in or whatever. And like, pursuing even in like your friendship with Nicole and like having some of the Hamiltons and some of that, like be more part of your life again. And I don't know. I, I think you've done a lot of work in that. Is that weird for me to say? No, it's not weird. I think it's just, and I think it's very true, but at the same time, I mean, it's hard to hear, but, and there's absolutely truth to that of like, not like that self-protection or whatever, but there's also an element of that feeling of we are always the ones that reach out, like mm. in years of life of like, it being so hard all the time. Yeah. No one ever asked how we were doing or what was going on. Like, 
We had no one. I'm so sorry. Truly, like, I, I am really sorry that you, that you felt that and that we should have been more proactive in that. But it was just as much us of, like, not wanting people to see how hard life was and not, like, I'm not saying it was anybody's, like, any. No. I'm not saying you should have done more. I'm saying, like, it was, but it was also us creating, like, we didn't want people to see how hard it was because we didn't want people who had been critical of us to be right and to see, like, oh, they really did fuck up their life or whatever. Like, we just, at least that was me. I can't speak for Jim, but. Sure. So it was just like this, both sides feeding, like, me not wanting people to get too close and see how much life was a struggle. Right. But also, like, so not reaching out to people, but then feeling like, well, and they're not even checking in on us. So, obviously. And I think the stupid part is, and this is the part that's like, we're all so (laughs) self-involved and can think that it's like about us. Like, you know, that there's also the other side, the other side of that was, well, they, they like have these super great friends that they're like surrounded with that they, you know, their neighbors or their whatever. And like, that's cool. I guess you don't need us, you know? And so like, how dumb is that? Instead of being like, Hey man, (laughs) you know, it was just sort of like the self-involved part is like, I, I guess we felt differently than they must have because whatever so okay (laughs) like and always knowing like uh, you know we always felt like those are our really good friends that when we get together it's always really good yeah but it was it did you know like the stupid self-involved assumption part of like they maybe they don't feel like that or they you know yeah like the love the ones you're with. So they're not thinking about us, you know? And so don't be needy and dumb. And so like, be cool. <laughs> Which is so stupid and so self-involved because like maturity would suggest like, hey, maybe you should do the checking in. <laughs> like Maybe you should just, you know, double check. <laughs> or say like we love you <laughs> like... but I think that goes back to what you were saying about like not the vacuum of because I can't say like during that time I know my mental space was one of um, very much self-protection like when sure. we left Spokane it was, yeah, like being there for the, for that year brought up so much stuff for me that sure I didn't want anybody to be anywhere near me. So yeah, I wouldn't say that you should have done anything different because I, I think probably the vibe you were feeling <laughs> was very much like, don't be near me because I couldn't handle it. Sure. 
even though that's what I needed more than anything, like that is not what I was putting off. Sure, sure, sure. But I just want you to know that you guys, I mean, like, I, I think that you know this, but like, you really are so, your friendship is so important to me and to us, like the two of you, I mean, hell. I'm sorry. I'm such a crying mess. Dude, you're fine. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for taking the risk of saying what you said earlier about, I mean, just bringing this part up, the love the love the one you're with friends. <laughs> I know that's I know that's not a hard or not an easy conversation to have. Well and I hope you hear my heart. Like I certainly wasn't meaning that as a like No, no, I know. I know. Like I don't mean that to be critical. It's just sort of like they're that's what they're looking for is, you know. Yeah. Who's there and it's very interesting what comes across when you're trying when you're like I don't know if I don't know if you're like me like I'm very good at putting out right vibe that I want like when I need you to stay away from me or you know whatever yeah it's it's just interesting the way that it's perceived yeah And I had, I'm happy to say, I feel like we definitely, even in the midst of that, like have had glimpses where we would get together and got to like, still like friendship wise, like keep that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You know, like we certainly wouldn't be like the kind of friends that we are now if we hadn't. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, so grateful for that at least, but I hate that you felt like so alone through so much of that when it didn't have to be like that. Yeah, but that's very much, I mean, that was my way. Sure. That's the thing that I'm working so hard to not be. So, you know. Well, I see the effort and I see the change and the like, it's very clear that you are. You know, doing the work. You're not a slacker. (laughs) (laughs) Not a slacker. (laughs) Okay. Well, this this was crazy morning. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lordy, thank you for being my friend. Yes, thank you. I love you. Well, I guess I should stop recording at some point. (laughs)